What's up, everybody? This is Brett Nevitt from Sunday Golds, hopping on here today by myself to talk a little bit about Florida State's catcher situation. Um, Florida State got some news today as Brock Mathis, a grad transfer from Oklahoma State, um, announced that he's going to spend his last season of college baseball at Florida State, um, has already graduated from Oklahoma State. Uh, he's played baseball at LSU and, and Northwest Florida State College, uh, Ajuga College in Florida as well. Um, spent the last two seasons at Oklahoma State. Um, you know, a lot of people have been asking me about this ad. Uh, so I just wanted to hop on here today to quickly assess Florida State's catcher situation and, and talk a little bit about Mathis himself and, and Florida State's other options behind the plate and what this means for those guys as well. Uh, first off, I'll just say I think this is a very good addition for Florida State. Um, it just shows... It's another example of how this staff is, is not afraid to go out and use the transfer portal, and, and they know what they need. They know how to attack those needs. Um, Florida State needed depth behind the plate. They didn't have that last year after um, Baz Jimenez's injury. Um, they only had two catchers. Obviously, one of those catchers was very good in Matthew Nelson, but um, you know, as they learned throughout the season that they needed more depth, they, needed, um, they couldn't just have emergency catchers in hand and you know, at one point, Jackson Green was a backup catcher for them when, when Nelly had those thumb injuries. Um, that's not going to be a situation that happens for Florida State this year after this move. Um, so, like I said, I think this is a very good addition. But, you know, a lot of people have – I've seen a lot of people that, you know, have said, you know, this is probably a day one start for Florida State. And he could definitely could be. But I don't think that's why this addition was made for Florida State. I don't think that's a guarantee um, this is going to be a competition that goes uh, throughout all the spring for Florida State. They like a lot of their options. Um, they brought in Mathis certainly to make a difference for this team, but you know it was more so a depth move more than a um, we don't have guys we don't like. Florida State likes the guys they have. They like their individual abilities and what they have in that room, but they needed to make sure that they had depth um, to give them flexibility. Uh, Florida State wants to be able to you know, pinch run for catchers late in games. They want to be able to maybe DH a catcher or one of the backup catchers and still have somebody in hand to come in if somebody gets hurt or if somebody needs to get pinch run for late in a game. Um, you know, they really like Jaime Ferrer, their, their freshman. They really like Colton Vincent, and they think he's going to be very reliable for them. Um, and some of this flexibility, I mean, they really like Baz Jimenez as well and, and what he gives them. And he's still working his way back from his arm injury last year that kept him out all last year. But um, this just mostly all above anything, it gives experience to Florida State's catcher room. Um, over the last three seasons, Mathis has started 91 games at the Power 5 level. The rest of Florida State's catcher's room has only started three games at, at this level. And two of them have, have never seen um, any action. Um, in Bassimenez and, and Ferrer, um, but just going just going through this this for Mathis going through this, what he's done um, last year he hit two twenty six uh, with four forty four slugging percentage seven home runs um, about a home run every eighteen ish at bats um, very sure handed catcher only one error only four pass balls um, definitely a re- reliable guy behind the plate knows how to handle pitching staffs. Um, his weaknesses come in contact, 35% K rate last year. But he does work his way on base, 382 on base percentage with 32 free passes. Um, so that's certainly something that Florida State will like. But Florida State also is really trying to cut down on the strikeouts this year. It's something that they, they've worked hard on in the transfer portal. 
um, and worked hard on this fall to get guys to get the ball and play and more and put more pressure on defenses like Meat wants to do. Um, but I think if you combine Mathis with a couple of, of the other tools with you have on with the guys you already have here, you're going to get a really good room. I think. Now Florida State's not going to have they're not going to have a Matthew Nelson this year behind the plate, and there aren't many Matthew Nelsons in college baseball over the last twenty years. Um, but Florida State's trying to fit the profile of a catcher, of a college catcher. Um, there aren't many great hitting college catchers. You don't need a good hitting college catcher to be a good college baseball team. Now, you need somebody that's reliable behind the plate, and you need somebody that isn't going to be a black hole for you at the bottom of the lineup. And I think this this ad not only assures depth, but it also assures that because Say one guy starts the start of the season and he struggles, they have other options they can go to. Um, now, going through some of the other guys Florida State already has, you know, Colton Vincent Riley was the front runner coming out of the fall. And I think he still is the front runner coming out of the fall because he's worked with this pitching staff more than anybody else. And he, uh, you know, all, I think Florida State's pitchers really like throwing to him and have really become comfortable with him. Like I said in our last podcast, um, Colton was very much a brick wall behind the plate in the fall. Didn't really let anything get past him. And I really like Colton's arm, arm a lot. Um, th- throws out guys at a high rate, uh, trying to steal bases. That's one thing that Mathis struggles with a little bit. Only threw out six of 32 stolen base attempts last year. Um, so, you know, still right there, you get guys that can bounce off of each other, play off of each other, and kind of fills, fill holes for each other. Um, now going to Jaime Ferrer. Or back to Vincent, actually. Vincent also really works at bats really well. Isn't a guy that's going to strike out a ton. Um, you know, I think he's going to be a guy that, at, at worst, makes pitchers work on the mound and, and grinds out ABs. A, and, you know, he's always been that since he was in JUCO. Came to Florida State from JUCO. Um, didn't get much many ABs last year to show that. But he's a guy that Florida State would be comfortable throwing out there. And this in no way is a move to tell Colton he's not starting. I still think there's a very good chance that Colton Vincent will be Florida State's day one starter. Um, but I still think there's a chance for, you know, both the Florida State's freshmen to be out there day one. Um, going back to what I said about flexibility and um, this, this giving them more depth, um, a lot of that applies to Jaime Ferrer, the freshman. Florida State is really high on Ferrer, um, you know, Meets already compared him to Nelly and, and some tools they've had there and how he's doing some things that they haven't seen from Nelly as he was a freshman, um, has a bazooka arm behind the plate, can really hit. But Florida State also knows that Frayer might need some time behind the plate receiving-wise. Um, now, he could come back in the spring and be rock solid there and, and start. But Florida State, this also gives Frayer some time to get comfortable behind there and it gives him the opportunity to DH or play outfield if he needs to. And, and you still have two solid catchers or three solid catchers behind the plate. Um, Ferrer is a very athletic guy. Uh, even though he's a catcher, he runs a 6'5", 60-yard dash very fast. Can do a lot of things on the bases. Can really hit. Sprays line drives to both gaps. Uh, he's a kid they want to get ABs as a true freshman. But they do not want to rush his development behind the plate either. So this gives them time to still develop him, develop him. And he was having a really good development in the fall, I think, from day one to the last day of fall, made really big, big strides behind the plate. And they're really, really excited about what his future holds. Um, now, the fourth catcher in this room is Baz Jimenez. Baz had a really bad arm injury last year during, a, I believe it was preseason, might have been late fall. Um, 
still not fully recovered with his arm. Um, didn't see him a bunch of time catching in the fall, but there was progress there and he's working his way back. But Baz was hitting most of the fall and he, he looked good at the plate too. And they want him to hit too. And at the same time, they're also very excited about what he's going to give them behind the plate in the future. But they don't believe, they don't know for sure if his, if his rehab and his recovery is going to give him the ability to be an everyday catcher behind the plate in 2022. So this gives him time as well to, you know, take his time on his recovery process, not rush anything. But Florida State's also worked him at first base. Um, he's a guy that can also play multiple positions like Ferrer can and make an impact with his bat in the lineup. Most of all, this is just a move showing that Florida State, I, I, I think this coaching staff really believes um, that they can get to Omaha and, and really do something this year because they've got the roster to do that. And they've done that by going into the portal and getting bats and then just keep on loading up on arms. I mean, they brought in one of the best freshman, true freshman pitchers this year. Um, the arms just keep getting better. Parker Messick, Bryce Hubbard, all these guys are still taking steps forward because Jimmy Bellinger is a really good pitching coach. And this pitching staff, like we said last year, same thing this year, is going to give them a chance to win every single game. This move is another move that shows that they're not going to take any chances with any position. They're not going to leave anything up to risk. They're going to make sure they've got depth everywhere. This is not something they had last year, and it was something that hurt them a lot. But now with the portal and more time as a staff together, it's giving them opportunities to really complete and fill out their roster. And this isn't a done deal roster either, I don't think. There's still potentially a couple moves to be made. Maybe not, but it's certainly not a done deal. I think they, they're trying, working really hard to make sure that they can, they've can they got the, the most potential out of this roster because it's got a lot of potential. Um, so I just really like this staff and how they're working and and making sure that they've, they've got all the things they need to, to compete at the highest level this year and to make sure that they don't fall off if guys get injured or if, or if somebody's struggling, slumping. You can give guys breaks now. You don't have to rely on one guy, and I think that's going to be showed the most in this catcher room. There's not going to be a Matthew Nelson, There's like I said earlier, but it's going to be a room that I, I think they're going to be comfortable with. The pitching staff's going to be comfortable with. It's going to fit the profile of a college catcher. I mean, heck, you could, you could hit as a total as a room, 230 as a catcher room with 7 to 10 home runs, and, and, and you're going to be happy with that because that fits the catcher profile. And if you profile at other positions, it's going to work out for you to be a good lineup and a consistent lineup. Um, so I just think this is something that's really going to help Florida State this year. And um, like I said, definitely not a guaranteed day one starter, um, but definitely a good add and, and something that Florida State needed to do. And I wouldn't be surprised if Florida State doesn't have an everyday catcher this year and they give guys breaks. I mean, last year we saw when Matt was the other everyday catcher, he got banged up a lot. Even though he put up crazy good numbers, Matt always was struggling with the thumb and you know, was just really banged up all year and kid played through a lot of injuries and, um, you know, it just needed, if he could get him a couple more days rest, if they had had a third catcher, I think they would have given that to him, but they're going to have that opportunity this year and guys should be fresh and they should complement each other well. Um, so excited about this ad. I think, I think the staff is really excited to get Mathis on campus here in the spring and let him work with these pitchers that are just ridiculously good. Um, so, yeah, that's Florida State adding catcher Brock Mathis from Oklahoma State.